do it. Welcome to Mule Tip Tuesday, everybody. Hope you guys are all doing great wherever you are in the world. Hope things are are getting better for you, and uh, hopefully you're getting a chance to get out there and spend some time with your mules and your horses and your donkeys or whatever it is you got. I uh, we're we're home. We've we've had a couple of clinics the last two weeks, and um, glad to be back at it. There's still some <laughs> some stuff getting canceled. Um, you know, we, uh, we're right now, we are supposed to be in Bishop, California for Bishop Mule Days. That got canceled. Um, some news we just barely heard about Spokane, Washington getting canceled due to restrictions up in that state. Um, the clinic's been postponed to September 2nd through the 5th, I believe. Um, so we're looking forward to at least being able to get to go. Getting to go back there and not not having it be a total washout. So, anyways, that's kind of what's going on in our world. Um, I'm gonna give you guys kind of an update on the last last week's clinic because it was really fun. But before I do, I need to make sure I thank our sponsors, um, Ernest Brenneman Saddlery. If you guys are looking for a dang good saddle that fits mules and can fit you, uh, totally customized, whatever you want, make sure you guys look up Ernest Brenneman. Saddlery, if you want his number, we've got it. Sky hasn't memorized, but she's not on here uh, with me, but she is watching. So, Sky, maybe you should post Ernest's number in the comments if you can, please. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Ernest. Appreciate you helping us out with these. And if any of you ever want to be a sponsor on one of these Meal Tip Tuesdays or our podcast, let us know. Happy to have you. Um, so, uh, to start off with, I want to talk about our clinic last week. Um, a lot of you that have been following us for years and uh, been around watching our social media, uh, watching videos we do, you all know why we do what we do. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to ride mules in this rough country, and Utah is mostly rough country. So last week, we had a clinic, a trail riding clinic uh, here in Utah. Uh, some of you might know it as, as our extreme trail riding clinic or our rock crawling clinic. And it was awesome. Um, every year I get a little bit more strict about who I who I let come into these deals. And, and how it works is pretty much everybody that has ever been to one of my rock crawling clinics or rather the previous year gets preference to come into these deals. And then I always take a, a half of them will be returns and half of them will be new people. Um, these groups and so and it's required that you have attended one of my clinics the previous year so for example those of you that want to get into that clinic next year um, you would have to have attended a mulemanship clinic this year although with everything getting canceled we'll see how that goes but um, anyway so there's some good people some good mules and really good mulemanship and I was so impressed by these guys we start out the first day this rock crown clinic um going over basic mulemanship skills making sure everybody has those skills and they can move their mule and operate their mule and then we start out with real small obstacles and uh you know moving from something so simple that you know none of the mules refuse it they just say yes on it and moving up to bigger obstacles and it's amazing what these people can get their mules to do by day three by going over all these little obstacles 
in the very beginning and getting a meal to say yes. That's the biggest thing. And that's kind of my meal tip for you on this Tuesday is to get your meals ready and build a yes mule. Um, I love it when my mules say yes. It's pretty cool, you know. But you have to get them ready for that. By the end of this rock crawling clinic, these people could ask their mule to jump up a a four-foot ledge or a four-foot rock. And if you guys are curious to what we're kind of doing, go on our, our on this Facebook page right here, and you can see the pictures that Sky has posted. But it's pretty amazing what you guys can get these mules to do. And you guys can take this lesson pretty much. You know, this is a, you know basically an obstacle clinic that we put on. And you can take this format of starting out really small and building up and getting your meals to say yes, building their confidence, never getting a no from the meal because you've just got them ready to do it. And you, you do this, you build up on any anything. You can apply it to whatever it is you do. And it's really cool. Even if you're just, if you want to prepare your meal to to uh, you know, turn around and rain real nice. Well, you start by getting one good step and getting a yes, and then you get two good steps, and three and four, and five until you a full circle, and then you make two circles, and you get them saying yes, and that's the big piece of this puzzle that I feel like <clears throat> a lot of people uh, miss out on. You don't get to experience it sometimes because maybe you didn't take the time to do it i know that's been the case for me sometimes but boy i tell you if you get them saying yes on small things you build out to to where you can do anything you want but that's my tip for you guys this week is to get your meals saying yes and getting your meals ready it's all about getting them ready you get your meal ready for example in this clinic to step up on a bigger rock or do that bigger obstacle or that more challenging downhill or whatever you get your mule ready to uh, make two steps in a turnaround you get them ready to stop you know everybody wants to know well how do you get a good stop on a mule well get them ready to stop how do you get them to back up get them ready to back up and once you guys kind of sort through how to get your mules ready to do stuff boy you can get them to do anything so that's my tip for you this week let me know what you think of that if you if you're on this, watching this live, put up some, uh, hit the thumbs up button, the like button, and let me know if you like that tip. Um, post your comments on here and let me know what you think of that. And um, yeah, let me know if your mule is a yes mule right now or what kind they are. Maybe they're a no mule right now. Maybe they're a maybe mule, but uh, you'll get them to be, you'll get them saying yes. So I had a couple questions come in this week and I thought they were good. Um, the first one that I got was from Renee Sullins. Renee, are you on here? I talked to Renee earlier today. Renee, if you're on here, say hello. I told you I'd be answering this question now. So if you're on here, say hello. Um, anyways, Renee's question was in regards to our Everyday Mealmanship Challenge this past week. So challenge number 20. How many of you guys watched that video so far? If you watch that video, hit the like button. So this week's video is a little different. If you, if those of you that are wa that are watching right now or listening to this later on on the podcast, whatever, you, 
Uh, Janet Wilson's, is your head on backwards? No, my head is not on backwards, Janet. This is how it goes. Um, just the camera, maybe. Uh, sorry, that question distracted me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've lost my train of thought. Um, oh, yeah. If you, if this, so this week's video uh, was different to where I didn't, uh, I didn't do a, a demonstration on a mule. This week's lesson was on, I call it mulemanship mindfulness, being mindful about how we're going about these things and trying to apply this mulemanship to everyday life, um, making mulemanship a lifestyle, basically living this stuff. You guys got to live this stuff if you want to be good at it. And I talked a little bit about a lesson that uh, on that video about... Um, uh, a person that was working on a mule, they wanted the mule to go somewhere else. The mule didn't want to go there. So they basically started doing a bunch of groundwork on the mule, which is fine. They they went about doing everything that I would have told them to do. They They did it. But it's about the way they went about it was what I disagreed with. And I mentioned a comment in that video about this individual, basically, I put it, having gritted teeth. Basically, they're pissed off. Like, how dare you question me, mule? Like, they took, they got offended because of what the mule was doing. Um, and so Renee's question was, we'll talk more about that. Tell me how you deal with that. Tell me, tell me what, uh, what I would have done. So, number one. No matter how hard it is, don't get offended by what the mule does. So they're not doing it to tick you off. They're, the mules they don't have they don't have agendas like that. They're not like humans. So you got to kind of th try to think like a mule and stop thinking like a human when you're dealing with them. We get offended. Offense and and this is something that is so cool because you know it, it really puts into play that being offended is a choice that we make. Nobody can make you offended, and the mules are a perfect example of that. They don't get offended; they do what's easy. So if you make it easy for them to go away from you because you're throwing a tantrum, they'll do it. If you make it easy to stay with you because you're inviting, they'll do it. If you make it easy for them to stop, go, turn, whatever, they'll do it. If you make it hard to do those things. They're not going to. So in this situation, I'm going, to, I'm going to try my very best not to be offended because the mule wants to go somewhere. You know, I'm not going to let that bother me. Um, but so when you guys get angry and you are, when you're, like I said, have gritted teeth, you, you put off some kind of feeling to that mule you, you're driving them away. I mean, just think about it. If you're dealing with a person, how many times have you seen a person throwing a tantrum or a fit? Maybe you come around the corner or like sometimes, since Skye's not with me, I can say this. She's she's watching somewhere else. But if I come in and Skye is getting after the girls and they're in trouble, Ellie and Skye are in trouble, I just ease my way back out the door, back outside. <laughs> so I'm not going to go in there. So think about that same thing with your mule. If you're trying to get your mule to do something or be with you or stay with you, for example, the mules want to go somewhere else and you want the mule to stay with you because you got to go, you want to go somewhere else. How inviting are you when you got, when you're ticked off, when you're mad and you're hustling them and working the crap out of them? You might be doing the right thing. You might be doing if the textbook exercise 
that me and every other trainer would suggest. You might be doing those textbook exercises, but it's how you're going about them that's the, the wrong way. It's it's getting mad, getting offended, that kind of stuff. That's what doesn't work. So, anyways, Renee, I would try to relax. That's the that's the answer to your question. How would I handle that? I would try not to be offended. I would do the exact same exercise that I showed on that video or that I talked about in that video. I just would do it with a smile if I could. Uh, even if it's a fake smile, I'd try. So thanks, Renee, for that question. Um, uh, Cricket, I can't remember Cricket's last name. Cricket, are you on here watching? Um, shoot, I can't remember her last name. I just have Cricket written down. Anyways, Cricket has a question. And uh, Cricket came to um, our clinic in uh, Bryce Canyon, uh, Tropic, Utah, a couple weeks ago. She brought a mule. This mule, I think I talked a little bit about it in a couple, either a couple podcasts or a couple live videos ago. But Cricket brought this mule. And this mule comes from a bad situation. Mule comes from, uh, this mule's had its tongue cut in half. So... They're probably using some stupid voodoo bit or something dumb like that with a chain on it. Anyways, I don't know what's happened. I don't know what would cause it. But its tongue has been cut in half to where there's probably only maybe three-eighths of skin left at the bottom of the tongue. But it's cut down. It's been healed over now. Um, this mule has buckshot in its butt. It's been shot with a shotgun. And pretty much just screwed over. Anyways... Cricket is one of the hardest working individuals I have ever had in one of my clinics. She came to Bryce Canyon and she worked and she worked. She was not intimidated by the mule. The mule was a handful. The mule lit up and bucked, uh, really bucked. And you guys know if I'm saying it bucked, it bucked. I'm not, you know, one of them guys that a mule farts and you call it a buck, you know. But this thing lit it up right in front of me and she rode that thing, did dang good. She worked it. She took it out on the trail rides the rest of the week. She's been working it since. Well, she got into a bind this week. I guess there's a situation. Um, I can't remember what she had wrote uh, in my email that spooked the mule. But nonetheless, the mule spooked and ended up dumping her off. And I it, it must have dumped her because this gal can ride. So it must have dumped her pretty good. Um, and she is basically asking me... Uh, what do I do? Is it worth it? Should she keep working on this mule? Should she call it quits? Should she move on? Should she should she give this mule away? Um, sell the mule? Whatever. Get rid of the mule. Get something else. So um, she asked me this, and I said I would talk about a meal tip Tuesday today because I thought a lot of you are in this have been in this situation before. If you've been in a situation like cricket where you're wondering if you should quit, hit the like button and let me know. Let me know if that's if that's you. Make sure I'm talking to the right audience here. But I've come up with five things that you have to have to help a troubled mule. Okay? So I got five things that you need, these five things to help a troubled mule. If you miss, if you're missing any one of the five things that I'm about to tell you, if you're missing one of those pieces, you need to move on. Get rid of the mule right now. Don't wait. Um so I'm going to talk about these five things and I'm going to talk about what she should do about selling or keeping or whatever. Here's the five things. Number one, do you have the knowledge to fix this mule or the ability to get 
the knowledge to fix this mule, basically. Do you know what to do? Do you know how to do it? Do you know the plan, the process? Do you know how you're going to help this mule out? Um, Cricket has a mentor like me. I'm here to help Cricket, and I'm, I'll answer her questions. You guys all know me. I'm here to help you. So I help people just like Cricket, and you guys all the time I answer these questions. That's what I'm here for. So you got to have the knowledge. If you don't have knowledge, you have no business with a troubled mule. Move on. Move on. There's a lot of great mules out there that are already educated. They're already educated for you. And remember, the mule will rise or fall to your level. Meaning, like, if, you're, if you have the knowledge and you have a, this green troubled mule that Cricket has, she can bring that mule up to her level. Or, those of you that are watching that are maybe newer to mules, newer to equine, you get you something that is very educated and it will come down to your level and maybe help you raise your level. But remember, the mule will rise or fall to your level of knowledge all the time. Uh, number two, you have to have the ability. I'm talking physical ability. Like this mule that Cricket's asking me about. It's a handful. It bucks. It runs off. It bolts on the ground. Uh, it, it's one that bolts and, and gets away from me on the ground. Drags you. So you got to be physically able. you got to be physically fit. I'm not going to sit here on this video and BS you and tell you that you can handle this if you're if you if you got broken bones already or you're uh, you got bad knees or bad hips or bad back or you're in a wheelchair, you're handicapped. That's not the meal for you. It's not going to work for you. Cricket has a physical ability. And I'm going to let her answer these questions on her own, of course, but I'm going to put my input in cuz she asked me. Number 3. You got to have the facility to get along with meals like this. This meal that Cricket is asking me about, for example, it'll bolt on the ground, it'll bolt under saddle. And I told her this before, and she she knows I've told her this. It, you know, if they run off on you on the ground, they run off you in the saddle. It was only a matter of time, and it did. So, if you if all she has is a 90 acre pasture to work her mule in, this isn't going to work for her. She needs to have round pen or arena or some kind of corral system to where she can work inside this enclosed area this controlled environment so she can get along with this mule before she takes it out again before she goes out and works so that she can be successful you know remember you want to set your, yourself up for success on these things so that's number three so so far to review we got knowledge ability and facility number four is time Mules like this take time. If you guys know what I'm talking about, hit that like button. Let me know if you know all about time. These things take some serious time. It's not, uh, you know, you guys all know this. I'm preaching to the choir on this one. But whether you're dealing with a problem mule or if you're like me and want to make bridal mules, you can't make a bridal mule riding once a week. If you only ride once a week, you ain't going to make a bridal mule. If you can only ride once a week, you're not going to fix a troubled mule that needs a lot of help. These, these things are full-timers. So, Cricket, you got to have the time. Uh, and I don't know. I'll let you answer that one on your own if you got the time. Number five. This is the most important one. If you don't have this one, for sure, it's call it quits. But you have to have a desire. These mules that are troubled, these buckers, bolters, spookers, kickers, biters, all these things, remember these mules are troubled souls. They don't do these things because because they hate you. Uh, well, maybe they do. Maybe you've screwed them over enough that they hate you. But that's not Cricket's case. Um, but th they're they're not doing these things to get you just because. Uh, 
they're doing these things because they're trying to protect themselves. It's what's been made easiest to, to them to do. They found an out, you know, whether they buck or they run off. They found some kind of out, some kind of release there. They've learned that doing these things is easier than the alternative. Your job is to have the desire to put in good experiences so that you can fix this. So that you can replace these bad experiences that the mule has with good experiences. And you have to have that desire to truly help them. Um, I think Nancy Baldock, are you on here? Have I seen your name on here? I'm sure Nancy's on here. She's always watching these things. Uh, Nancy Baldock is one of the best examples of this. Nancy Baldock, for those of you that don't know, she's the one that has Jolene now. Nancy, are you on here? I'm trying to see. Yep, she is. Nancy is on here. Um, so she's one of the best examples I have ever seen on a lady that likes to help trouble meals or she's crazy. One of the two. <laughs> Nancy knows I'm joking with her. Oh, there's a like. She hit the like button. So uh, you have to want to help. And Nancy's Nancy's one of the, these people that I've seen that she truly just loves to help these mules. It's just she loves it. And you got to be like Nancy on that cricket if you want to help this uh, this mule. Um, Cricket's mule is named Calamity Jane. So you got to have that desire. So to review, five things you need if you're going to help a troubled mule. Okay, number one is knowledge. Number two is ability. Number three, the facilities. Number four is time. And number five is desire. If you're missing any of those, call it quits. So there you go, Cricket. Leave your comments. Let me know what you think about that little conversation we just had. Um, I'm going to go back through here and uh, start answering. I got another oh, eight minutes or so to answer some questions. So I'm going to, if you guys got questions, post them. So Stacy Chambers asks, How do you speed up the turnaround? That's a good question, Stacy. So when you guys are working on the turnaround, building these things, and you want to build up some speed, first of all, you need to be able to get a full circle, Stacy, smooth without brace and without trouble and without missing any of the pieces. That means a full circle of a good reach and a good offset balanced on the outside hind. Remember, I practice cow horse turnarounds, so the outside hind should be the supporting foot. Once you can do a full circle like that, then you start asking for some speed. And basically all you do is just put a little more feel in there, maybe just a little more leg, uh, a little more life out of you, a little bit more of intention and and I don't know how to explain that on a video like this, but you got to feel it. You just imagine it in your mind and just push forward a little bit with your leg. Once you feel the, the mule or your horse, just give you a little bit more effort. You just feel that effort just surge through the mule, excuse me, through the mule, just a little bit more. Release and leave them alone. Just stop. So you work on these, these turns, you're going through it, and you get just a little bit more effort, release and build on that. That's how you speed up a turnaround. So you're building for the effort. I'm sorry I'm blinking so much, guys. I got dust in my eyes. It's so windy. Okay. Um, Edward Meinart. Am I saying that last name right? Sorry, I don't have Sky here to correct me on names. So Edward asked, how young would you start a mule? Um, I prefer three-year-olds, two and a half to three. Um, of course, I start them with all my groundwork. Everything I do, um, I start that as uh, just weanlings. You know, as soon as I as soon as I get them home, uh, let's see what else I can find here. If you guys got questions, throw them on here. Um, I'm scrolling through here. Uh, Terry and Mike Strider. Hi Ty, our mule is 
pretty all over the place riding and picking up speed he tosses his head and gives a lot of attitude help um so terry i would practice uh that whole idea that we've talked about every one of our pretty much every one of our meal tip tuesdays about keeping that meal centered um that's why we practice all these things is so that they are with you when you're riding so practice moving the hinds practice moving the front move them together stop back all those pieces and teach that mule that when it's inside of that rectangle that imaginary rectangle uh, that life is really good um, and about the head tossing thing whenever he tosses his head you have a variety of options if he's really green and if he's inexperienced with the lateral work which from this question he obviously is inexperienced with the lateral work I would work I would roll the hinds roll the front something like that do some lateral move once he's past that and you can do the lateral work pretty decent you'll notice you'll likely lose the head tossing bullcrap but if he, if he still hasn't then you can work on picking up a soft feel things like that all right let's see what else we got here We've got some good people on here thanks for watching you guys um, let's see what else we can find. Connie, good to see you on here. Alright, I'm just scrolling through here and see what I can find. Sometimes it doesn't show me all these questions until after. So I get off and I look at the comments. I'm like, oh geez, look at all these questions I missed out on. Um, let's see, am I missing some? Lots of folks watching. Yes, Guy said, uh, to be clear, Cricket didn't do that to the tongue. She found it after buying it. Yes, and that's why you do a vet check when you buy a mule, because your vet would have noticed that right off. I've never seen a vet that doesn't open up a mule's mouth to look at it, or at least a good one. Oh, uh, let's see. What else we got? I don't see questions, guys. Am I missing some? Um, okay, here's a question. If I can press see more to read it okay cindy hickman six weeks ago i was in an accident with my mule and we bumped heads and i was knocked out dang it sorry cindy i fell and she ran home will this be an issue when i start writing her again cindy um contrary to popular belief that mules never forget and all this stuff one thing i want to tell you cindy is mules are extremely forgiving and they will, we already said this, will do whatever is easiest to do. So when you get back to Reidner, just go back. That's why we've developed this process, this checklist. And by the way, those of you that are always asking me what the checklist is, I basically went through a Mealmanship 1 level checklist on our podcast last week. I posted this, or I think I posted a couple days ago actually. So if you're watching on the podcast, or listening on the podcast rather, Go back and click that checklist. But Cindy, I would just go through the checklist, through the groundwork, through the riding work, and stick with it. You'll be fine. You'll be just fine. Um, and and a, good, a good thing about this, um, uh, I just got a meal from my dad that came from Sky's dad. A whole weird deal. But uh, anyways, my, I worked this meal for my father-in-law for 30 days. He decided he didn't want it. Um, after 30 days, I mean, he didn't even ride or anything, but he just decided he didn't want it. So he sold it to my dad. My dad got it, and the first time my dad rode it, it bucked him off. This is a mule that I had never had any issues with um, giving me any trouble. It was a real, real good colt to start. Now, that doesn't mean anything. 
because 30 days is nothing for a mule or a horse okay this is just it's just nothing however so i went over there and saddled up the mule i went through my groundwork got on and rode rode around the pasture everything was fine the mule was just like i had left off on her three weeks before so Anyway, Cindy, hopefully that's an example to you that just because some, some deals happen like that doesn't mean it's going to stick. Um, and now the meal's mine. So, anyways, let's see what else you guys have for me. I'll take one more question if I can find any. Um, Ray Lockhart asked, I suppose there is a difference between green and troubled. Yes, Ray, although troubled meals are often green and those of you that are listening or watching that don't know what i mean by green mule um that doesn't mean that they're literally the color green that's just a saying for mules that are uneducated so ray trouble mules are often always green but green mules are not troubled mules per se just so you know that ray make sure you understand that but i've i've never met a troubled meal that was very educated so um, I think I'll take one more because that was quick. <clears throat> All right, Mary Sue Branch. Would sending a troubled mule to a trainer be beneficial for the owner when it returns? Um, Mary, when it comes to sending to a trainer, it's all up to you. Um, I Obviously, you're talking to the guy that is a do-it-yourself. I want you guys to do this yourself. I would, you know, and, and I... I train for people, you know, right? I mean, I've taken meals for training, and I still wouldn't recommend it. I would not recommend taking meals to training. I would recommend doing it yourself. But yes, there are situations if you're unable, uh, you, you, you know, sometimes it comes down to time. Sometimes it comes down to, you know, facilities. Just like maybe you got all those things, but you don't have the facilities to do it. We'll send it to a trainer that does. That's fine. No worries with that. Um, but what uh, it depends on each owner whether it be beneficial or not so anyways those are some good questions today guys we're about out of time um thank you so much for joining me today on this meal tip tuesday um and if you missed the live feed this will be posted on the podcast as well everyday mealmanship with ty evans on uh, apple podcasts and pretty much everywhere else you can get podcasts um i would love it those of you guys that are watching if you'd leave us a review you can leave us a review on our TS Meals Facebook page. Um, find us there. You can leave a review if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars to let us know what you think. Um, and there's a lot. Maybe if I uh, missed a bunch of questions here, I will take note of them and we will talk about them next Tuesday. And uh, looking forward to it. So thank you guys very much. God bless you wherever you're at. Hope you have a great day. Say hello to your meals for me. We'll see you.